Hey guys and girls, welcome, welcome to, to Single to Sealed. Sealed. I'm Jerry, your host, and here with me is my co-host and wife, Brianna. As members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we have dedicated this podcast to helping fellow Christians navigate the treacherous waters of dating all the way to the winding roads of marriage. All are welcome in our podcast family, and we are so excited to have you here with us. Be sure to subscribe, follow, or favorite. Let's talk. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Single to Sealed. Yes, we're so excited to be here with you guys today, like always. And we have a great podcast topic to chat about with you today. Today, we're going to be talking about when is it too early to talk about kids and parenting in dating? And do we even need to talk about kids and parenting in dating? And before we do that, as always, make sure that you leave time to stop the podcast, actually, <laughs> and leave a review or follow us on Instagram, just so you can make sure that you're keeping up with the content and that people can know how awesome this podcast is. So if you guys are still here, especially at this time of the podcast, you know, 50 something episodes in, <laughs> yeah, that's totally something that we want to expect from you guys. Show us some love, just like we're putting out this love for you guys today. All right. So yeah. And to add on to that, Jerry, really quick, if you haven't shared the podcast with a friend or a family member who you think could use it and learn from it, you should do that as well. That's going to help us grow and help us help even more people uh, in today's dating world. All right. So back to the question that Brianna asked, is it to when, when is a good time to talk about kids or, or parenting in dating? And is that something that we should talk about before we get married, we say yes. Oh, definitely. The reason we say yes is because parenting is a big deal, especially among Christian faiths, because we all know and are aware of the Lord's commandment to multiply and replenish the earth. And so we want to grow these families. We want to have children and bring them up in the Lord. And if we're going to do that, it's pretty important to have a little bit of understanding about how somebody else wants to parent with you. Because if you're planning to have kids, that's going to be a huge part of your relationship. And there are a lot of people who never talk about parenting stuff. And so when the time comes to have kids, it can actually make their marriage fall apart. Definitely. And I think it's really important to kind of rewind just a little bit from parenting and talk a little bit about how you want to become parents. I think it's really essential to have that conversation like how many kids do you want or how do you want to have kids do you want to foster do you want to adopt do you want to have biological children are you able to have children some there are a few I'm sure women or men that might already know that they're unable to have biological children of their own so things like that should be coming up in conversation and should be topics that you're already feeling comfortable discussing of course not in the first date or maybe even the second date but earlier on in your relationship these should be topics that you are discussing with the person that you're dating so we're going to go over a couple ideas that we want to share with you guys today as far as it pertains to the different aspects of kids and parenting so the first one is talking about a future with kids should be pretty casual. It's important to know because someone may be unwavering and it can be a deal breaker. Yeah. So, for example, when Jerry and I were dating, I think we might have mentioned this already, but when we were on, I think it was our second date, it casually came up like the conversation of kids. And I was like, how many kids do you want? He's like, uh, like four to six. And I was like, oh, me too. <laughs> But inside, I wanted like 10 or 12. <laughs> and I didn't tell him at that point because I was scared I was going to scare him off. But that's how many kids I wanted. So like a month or two passed and I told him like, hey, babe, I'm sorry. I was 
like I wasn't truthful on our second date I actually want way more kids than four to six and he was like oh gosh and that was actually a big thing in our relationship we had like a really long conversation and I was telling him like I think we should break up I'm sorry I lied to you but I don't think this is gonna work because I was like what if you know, we have 10 or 12 kids and you resent me for that because you never wanted this many kids and it's going to be hard to have a large family. Like, what if you feel that way? What if you resent me? And I was like, and what if we go your route and we only have like four kids and then I resent you because I always wanted more children. So this is like a big, it's a big deal, you guys. And this is something that you should both be very honest with, with each other about. How many kids do you want? And what is your ideal family looking like? And of course, that can change with time, dreams and goals and visions of your family can always change and adapt but it's good to at least be on the same page or close to the same page when you get married so that you can adapt together or you can have those discussions together. The way that Brianna and I got around that obstacle was we agreed that it'd be better for us to take our our kids one one kid at a time and so I left the the platform open to say hey if we're going to have 10 kids, I'm on board with that as long as we have one at a time and we agree that we want more together. You know, time changes people. After having five kids, it changes your people and perspective. And so I wasn't willing to shut that down and she wasn't willing to shut down that I had that I wanted four to six. But for neither of us, it was a complete deal breaker at the time. We were able to help each other understand that, you know, our love you know, in the future, you know, whatever it is, it's only at the second date. <laughs> I mm-hmm. guess it's two months down the line at this point. Uh, just that, you know, in the future, this is something that we feel like we could work out. It'd be, it's, it's best to approach this one kid at a time prayerfully with the Lord, and we can decide what's best for our family rather than putting a specific number on it for us. So maybe that's the solution for you if this is something that comes up with you in the future. If not, and somebody is complete by saying, no, it has to be seven, it has to be seven, and you're against that, that's definitely something to be concerned about. So more than just the number of kids or exactly how you envision your family, it's really important that you discuss how you want to parent. And even more than that, you need to understand the kind of parenting situation that the person you're dating has come from. Um, If they have come from a parenting situation where the parents are both very strict and, you know, have are kind of hoverers or if they come from a situation where the parents are very laid back and, you know, don't care what the kids do, or if they come from a parenting situation where they are very hands-on, meaning, like, discipline-wise, they spank and hit and do that kind of stuff. Those are all things that you should know and you should have conversations about when you're dating this person. Um, And then more than that, ask them and probe them and ask them how they want to parent their children with you and where you guys see um, your discipline following and what you both feel comfortable with. This is very important. Yeah, a lot of people at this point in their relationship, or I guess I shouldn't say that, a lot of people at this point in their in their life already kind of have an idea of how they want to parent. I, I knew which ways I wanted to parent my kid, you know, by the time I was in middle school, <laughs> late middle school, high school ages, even just already preparing for when I have kids. And a lot of that is just based on the experience that I had in my own household. And so another thing that's really important to talk about is is being able to understand your partner's upbringing and learn how they were raised, as Brianna kind of mentioned, and greatly and how that can greatly impact their influence of how they are planning to planning to parent. Because this is something that also gives you a way to connect. 
It really helps you get to know somebody on a more personal level, to know maybe the struggles, some of the hardship they faced with, with their parents or some of the ways that they were disciplined. And for some people, it can be, you know, traumatic, you know, depending on whatever their family situation was. And you have to decide how that's something to reflect in your relationship. And then, again, this is why we say we have to talk about this with kind of casually, maybe more in depth, especially as you get closer to actual engagement, because obviously this is some pretty serious stuff that you're talking about quite a bit down the line after you've already gotten married and, and had these kids. But it definitely completely opens the door for your options and opportunities. Yeah, and I think it's really important to recognize what kind of relationships uh, your significant other's parents have um, between each other and with their children. Uh, if your significant other, let's say, grew up in a family where like the mom made all the decisions and the mom was very, I guess, I don't know, the person in charge in the family and the relationship, it's very likely that your spouse is going to depend on you as the woman to be you know, the head of the household and make all the big decisions because that's the dynamic they've seen growing up. And so just opening up these conversations and really diving into your past and how you've grown up and then your goals of what you want your family to look like and just seeing how those align and just being open with one another is really important. And also lots of times, though we don't want to admit it, we do follow the patterns that we've seen growing up in our own marriages and in our own families. So if there is something that you could see that could potentially be a problem in your future family with this person, maybe that's time to talk about like therapy or or seeking some help to overcome those challenges so you can make sure you walk into your relationship and your family with all the right tools you need to have it be successful and happy. Yeah, so, you know, it's very good for us to be able to know if the way that somebody wants to parent is pretty unwavering. I would hope that at this point in your life where you're still dating somebody, that that's not necessarily the case, that you're not unwavering, that you're willing to adapt and change upon the new information that's given to you. And a lot of things is based on um, experience and perspective rather than research, I'd say. Because I know, I know for me, I wasn't doing a lot of research on parenting. I was doing a lot of, this is just kind of how I felt. And this is what I realized and learned growing up. And I tell you right now, if you have a kid who grew up and was never spanked, then they're not really going to understand that. They're not going to understand what it was like to be spanked because they were probably disciplined in a different way. You know, so someone who was, we, we all know somebody who was and grows up and has this mentality of, well, I was spanked and I turned out fine. So that's what I'm <laughs> going to do to my kids too. <laughs> You know, and you could you could completely disagree with that just based on your own experience, you know. And so I would definitely recommend, you know, also doing research. And that's even fine to do research together, especially as you're getting closer to getting married and especially when you're married. You know, so you can be able to understand the best ways to approach and that your that your relationship feels to raise kids in the future. Yeah. And the reason why this is such a big point of conversation that we thought it needed a, a whole podcast episode is because we've noticed in our marriage like that parenting and our kids are like a big point of contention. Um, not necessarily like we're fighting all the time about it, but it becomes this, this um, moment where we need to make sure we're always on the same page anytime that like our kid does something and we need to like discipline or work with their, our children. Like we are always seeking to be on the same page and sometimes we can be like not communicate well and then I'm telling our child one thing and Jerry's telling our child another thing and it can get confusing for us and for our kids and so we've noticed you know how truly essential it is that we're on the same page for parenting for us to feel good and have a happy relationship just us two 
Um, so we're, we want to kind of impart that wisdom on you guys about how much of a role you take on when you become parents and how big of a chunk of your life that is. You know, like you go from being just you and your spouse to all of a sudden you're a parent. And that's a large part of your life once you have a kid. You know, they wake up 6 a.m. every day and from then on you're running around chasing them. And so <laughs> there's a lot of decisions you make together about your kids all the time. So this is something that is really important that you guys are on the same page about and you guys are willing to compromise and work together to find what works best for your family, your team. So you got to make sure that you're a cohesive team and a team that can can really mesh well from the beginning to the end. <laughs> so that includes your dating time and what your ideas of parenting are when you're dating all the way up until when you're married and you are one flesh, right? And then you really got to be making de- decisions together. So all of this is really just prep work for being a parent and being married. And the prep work starts in dating. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And this can seem, this topic honestly can seem a little bit overwhelming. It can sound like, wow, do we really need to talk about all of this? Like, do we really need to have this all set in stone and narrowed down before we get married and have kids? And the answer is no. <laughs> we don't need to do that. But it's like we said, it's a good way, just to clarify here, it's a good way for us to be able to open the door to this concept to get um, things out of the way that may be unwavering from another person that can cause issues down the line because Brianna hit it with the nail on the head when she said that we have had um, disagreements and a lot of um, frustrations frustrations as it comes to parenting um, just because I want to do something a certain way she wants to do something a certain way and then she's like I have an article about this and da 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 and you're still not going to be able to avoid that completely and that just comes with us growing and working to it, working together and letting our love be strong enough to compromise and figure out how we can best raise these kids in a world that's already seemingly trying to tear them apart. I think it's really important to kind of summarize this and add this on the end. One of the biggest reasons that we're here on this earth, like Jerry said, is to multiply and replenish the earth and to become like our heavenly parents, like our heavenly father and our heavenly mother. And I find it interesting that the the biggest titles we use to refer to our heavenly parents are parents, father and mother. And that should tell you something about the the sanctity of the title of father and mother. And that here on this earth, it's super important and super special to be able to be a mother and a father. And so you're looking for someone who's going to help you magnify that calling and help you truly become the mother and the father that you want to be and that you think is most like our heavenly parents. And something that my mission president had told us when we were in the mission was that, you know, one of the main reasons Satan is so angry is because he'll never get to go to his son's second grade baseball game, right? Um, Or his little league baseball game. He'll, He'll never get to have that joy of being a parent. And that's one of the reasons why he works so hard to destroy families here on this earth. And parenting don't let it be that huge point of contention. Talk about it early. Talk about it in dating. Make sure you guys fit and you communicate. And remember that the whole reason we're here, one of the hugest reasons we're here is to have that eternal family and to be able to have those children, whether they're biological or adopted or fostered or whatever they may be that they come into your home. This is your time to learn how to be a better parent. And you're looking for a partner that's going to help you achieve that level of parenting that is most like our heavenly parents and like God. So that's what you're looking for in dating. 
Now, of course, despite all these conversations, that doesn't mean that this plan is going to be foolproof. Yeah. And every decision you make while you're dating doesn't mean it's going to be absolute. A lot of things have the potential to change. And I understand that. I've seen this with with me and Brianna. I've seen this with my parents. I'm sure, you know, her family members where people just change over time. And that's also that's something that's really important for us to recognize as we take the test of our love and our bond through time and help work through each other's changes and perspective shifts and always find someone who you can truly love and be rooted to to work through most of those things, you know, despite the changes and the perspectives that we have in our life. Yeah, because your kids are literally just many people that you hope will still love you after they turn 18 and move out of the house and still want to spend time with you. But all you have really are those 18 years in your home to raise them to be great people and great citizens. And so you really are looking for someone who's going to be your partner in that. And yeah, be the best compliment to you. And like Jerry said, that can change. But having those conversations early in dating is what's going to set a a good foundation for you guys being a good team. Yeah, it's never too early to have knowledge Mm -hmm. to know about um, dating like like you guys are doing right now on this podcast. It's never too too late to do that. It's never too early to talk about or to, to learn about marriage topics and marriage concepts and parenting concepts and all these different things. They're all just going to be education that is for your good. Yeah. And just to kind of add on right here before we close, one way that you can help see where you guys are at in your parenting ideals or plans is to maybe kind of role play a little bit. Say, you know, if we had a son who did this or liked to do this or chose this lifestyle, how are we going to deal with that as parents? And having those open conversations to put yourselves in those positions and see how you both feel about different scenarios is something that you can do. Jerry and I did that sometimes when we were dating and and we had really good discussions about how we would proceed as parents and how we would parent those children that are struggling or are making different choices. So just have those conversations. Don't be afraid to talk about it, even, even though you might not be engaged yet. This is something that's important to discuss. Yeah, and I think this is just something that was magnified once we got engaged. Mm-hmm. And once we got engaged, this stuff became even more serious of a topic just because, you know, never feel guilty or ashamed to break an engagement if you find that something isn't going right or you feel like it's not the right choice or you're not ready. You need to to be ready to the best of your ability. And like during that, like we, like we said, during that time of engagement, I mean, we, we did these, these role plays and we thought about some of these questions and prepared for, you know, the craziest thing. All right, so that's going to wrap up this podcast for today. Thanks so much, as always, for tuning into the podcast. We really appreciate your time, effort, and energy listening to it. And we will see you in the next one. If you enjoy Single to Sealed, be sure to invite your friends to help our podcast family grow. If you haven't subscribed, followed, or favorited, be sure you do so you don't miss out on any of our great content. Thank you for joining us today as we help you move one step closer to sealing the deal. We'll We'll see see you you next time. time.